to pay your way and your homeboy's way and sometimes your cousin's way they ain't never got to pay riding around in cars hanging around in bars trying to hang out with stars like Badu, I'ma tell you the truth. The smokes of blunt would be more they rhyme. The motherfuckers clone Tyrone. Clone him. <laughs> tell him I said come on. Help him get his shit together. The motherfuckers clone Tyrone. Clone him. But I can tell the difference. Right. <laughs> Start the show, sweetheart. Let's get it popping. A big dog. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Who Wake Bake with Tuesday and Thursday, 8 a.m. Mish. Spark you a bowl, let's get high in this bitch. Every time is terrible. Every motherfucking time. Can't drum roll. I guess I should have been a drummer. Should not have been a drummer. Wake and Bake with B. Mo Shabapa. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. I am your host, Bryant BMO Brown. The good folks always remind me, remind me to BMO. Welcome back to another episode of Wake and Bake with BMO. I am here with the 4K resolution to my new camera setting, okay? The LED lights to the sweat on my brow, okay? The thump, thump, thump that goes in the middle of my chest. Make sure we say good morning to the lady of the house. Good morning, lady of the house. How you feel about all my monikers? <laughs> <laughs> Monica's. <laughs> no Monica. <laughs> Thanks, we are. <laughs> As always, we want to give a big shout out to the people over the Washington Informer Bridge, WIBridgeDC.com or WIBridgeDC uh, at WIBridgeDC on all social media platforms. Make sure you go check them out so you can stay abreast on all the things that are happening within the DMV and all of blackness and black culture. Stay up to date with that. We also want to give a shout out to the new Blueprint newsletter, the NBN, if you will. Make sure y'all subscribe to the new Blueprint newsletter. These are the written machinations, some of the things that we talk about here on the show. We do a little more sourcing, do a little more beautiful writing. I've often thought that I'm a way better writer than I am an actual... Um, speaker so if you enjoy the way that i talk i think you'll really enjoy the way that i i write so make sure you go over to bmobrown.substack.com if you're on instagram right now instagram live if you're on instagram make sure you go over to the youtube where you can like subscribe and follow uh wait like subscribe and comment on the things we got going over on the youtube channel we're going to do start doing some pretty fun things over there uh if you're listening on instagram right now and you want to see the whole 
show because we got some lower thirds. We got some videos we're going to play. Make sure you go over there. But if you just want to kick it on Instagram for a little while, I ain't mad at you. Why do I play the bass with my hands, but I don't play the bass in real life? All right, sweetheart. I've done the shout outs. We got some good mornings. Who we got? Who in the house? Who's in the house? We got the big dog in the house. Hey. What's up, big dog? We got Empress. She said Mernin, y'all. Mernin. Good morning to you, Empress. Hey. Empress. Uh, the Vibe Tribe says the new moniker is one of my favorite parts of the show. The what now? The new monikers. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We have a whole segment dedicated to Lady of the House today, actually. I'm very excited to to talk about it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. Should I set up the camera so I can see you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> um... Good morning, y'all. We have some excellent things we want to talk about. I want to encourage everyone to go follow us on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and all of those places. Because, again, we have found that the solution to these insight induced moments of insecurity is actually abundant. So the more that we do, the more that we say, the more we put out there, the more that we write, the less likely I am to feel insecure about the insights that social media are feeding me. For the time. So we want to uh, uh, definitely go check out those things and involve yourself in those things. New Blueprint Newsletter. We got some great things we want to talk about this morning. Good morning, Victoria. How you doing? Hey. We have some great things we want to talk about this morning. Uh, we want to get to our Paul Robeson Negro of the Week nominee. We want to talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson this afternoon. We want to have a continual conversation we had on last Thursday about AI. There have been some white boys who have uh, presented a solution that I really want to discuss to see if it's probable. And to ask a, uh, uh, ask a question that I feel like is necessary, but is also a little cheeky. But first, sweetheart. Oh, and we also want to talk about how Florida is trying to soft launch Slavery, <laughs> which is not funny, but it's funny that these motherfuckers doing it and we can see them right in their face. I got my fruit market shirt on. I just want to show the people I got the fruit market on, okay? Um, but first, sweetheart, I want to talk about something that um, thoroughly impressed me over the weekend. If you could, can you play the, can you play the, the, the question? The one now? The, it should be a favorite thing about women. Oh, wait, okay, yeah. I said, hey, bros, like, what's something that y'all like about women that's not sexual or physical or any of that shit? Crickets. So then they tried to flip it. They tried to ask me the same question. I said, okay, you know, I feel like women are nurturers. I feel like you can let your guard down a lot around women. I feel like you can be a lot softer around women. You ain't got to be on no tough guy, macho man shit all day. Um, I feel like it's amazing hearing a female's perspective for once. You feel me? Like, they, they sense of humor is a lot different. It's so many reasons that I can go on and on about why I like women, right? And, like... Then on the internet, right, we see podcasts all the time, multiple podcasts and the hosts, they whole topic of discussion is just degrading women and just saying how horrible females are and why men need to put their guard up and protect themselves. And I'm like, damn, bro, like, do y'all like and I don't know the name for it. I feel like we can all kind of connect and, you know, we can agree that there is a name for. It. All right. So this gentleman, this young man is asking asked the group of his friends to name the favorite parts about women that aren't sexual. Uh, and the lady at the house sent this to me, it was a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Dr. Umar Johnson, 
talk about Dr. Umar Johnson who went on to one of them little, them little white boy podcasts where they talk about black women all the time. I'm calling them white boys, although they black boys, because I'm hoping to insult them. You feel what I'm saying, sweetheart? Uh, but Dr. Umar Johnson went on this conversation and, and later House sent me this clip. She And then she asked me, what's my favorite thing about women? My favorite thing about women has been uh, uh, it's been the same thing probably since I was like third grade, you think? Is that when it happened? About third grade? <laughs> I remember, and you know what I'm talking about. I remember um, being like eight or nine and it would be this girl who would play with us in the neighborhood. Let's call her Carisha for right now. I feel like her name was kind of like Carisha, Krishanda or something like that. But it was a black girl. She used to play with us all week. Monday, especially like in the spring break or in the early times of the summer where I was still in Missouri, she would go outside with us. She would roll in the dirt with us. She would throw slugs and chase grasshoppers and roll around in the dirt. And then she would come inside and play video games with us. And she would have black girls, you know what I'm talking about. She would have a ponytail, but most of her hair was coming out through the front of the ponytail. You know what I'm talking about. Just like there's a fro in the front and there's a little attempt at a ponytail in the middle. And this is how this girl would look Six days of the week. <laughs> this was, and this was my dog. We were just, just playing, just innocent seven and eight year old playing. But come to church on Sunday at Second Baptist, Carisha was a different person. Carisha <laughs> had a nice pretty dress on. She was like she was covered in Vaseline. That little ponytail, that little fro that was in front of her ponytail is now all the way pushed back. It's pushed. She got little braids in the back with little beads and little barrettes. And not only that, she acting funny. <laughs> you try to play with her after church, she's like, I can't play with you right now. Get away from me. I'm too pretty for this. What? <laughs> And so when the question arrives, what's your favorite thing about women? It's been my favorite thing since I was eight years old and I noticed that. I love how women had the ability to transform. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The non-phenomenal male body, we don't do much. Okay, my foot got a little longer so I started tripping around. My shoulders got wider, so I started bumping into things. I grew faster, therefore I ate more. That is male puberty, that's it. <laughs> My voice changed at 11. I tried to call Kiana Hill uh, in the fourth grade. Her father hung up on me because thought, he thought I was 35 years old. Now here I am, almost 35, I got the same voice. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> My favorite thing about women has always been the ability for women to transform. Women can do that, man. Uh, 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 I, I, and I know it's eight o'clock in the morning, but I'm gonna take it there. Have you know, especially if you got a partner, have you noticed that your partners, if your partner is a woman, your partner's titties change from week to week? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had always heard women talk about bloating during you know the time of the month but i didn't really get it until the lady in the house did a month-long investigation with me she said feel my uterus today <laughs> 27 days later feel my uterus now okay for sure okay it's different it's different <laughs> so this weekend uh while keeping that in mind this weekend i watched the lady of the house do something Spectacular. Spectacular. It was. <laughs> okay. It was spectacular. It was, I want to say on Thursday, 
is when you got the hair. Like the hair came in the mail. Well, I already had the hair. This is from like two years ago. I just, oh, you know, wow. Yeah. So on Thursday is the first time I saw the hair. <laughs> <laughs> the hair was already in the house. <laughs> um, uh, just, uh, and then on Thursday, I think you brought in this contraption <laughs> that looked like an abacus. <laughs> and then I see the lady of the house um, stringing this hair on this abacus and she's talking about she's about to do what boho braids uh, it's close boho twist boho twist yeah. and i remember the last time she did boho twist uh it took her two days two days i got a lot of hair <laughs> a lot of head Brett, let me tell you something <laughs> you talking about you talking about you got a lot of hair fuck that let me tell you something <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing in my life has required my attention <laughs> for two days straight <laughs> the lady that i told her man look man look man <laughs> i'm so impressed like i'm so impressed i can't even the goal orient the lady in the house said i want to twist my hair i want to reach why the boho twist, which to me was a direct step in something that caused you trauma before. Because I remember when you were doing the boho twist before, you were frustrated. Yeah, it wasn't working. It wasn't working. And then when you were done and we were sitting outside at the at the at the vending shop for the magazine, you was like, I don't think this is it. And I told you to your face, I don't get it. <laughs> no, I, I actually liked it. I, um oh you're talking about with my with my real hair, yeah. 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 Okay, so I tried it before two years earlier with the braiding hair but like trying to do braids and it couldn't i couldn't get it to work so i was like i don't know if this you know i don't know if this process is feasible so then when i tried it last year i just did it with my own hair and then i wasn't necessary like because i felt like it wasn't full enough and you, right. said you didn't get it yeah yeah uh, so you have so you so on friday i want to say i don't know what time but let's say friday on Friday, the lady house begins to twist her hair in boho style. Oh, I think I, I was prepped for Friday. Saturday morning at like six, that's when I got up and I was like, okay, I'm gonna spend all day. <laughs> the lady of the house did her hair from, twisted her hair from 6 a.m. Saturday <laughs> until 6.30 a.m. Monday morning. On Sunday night, I rode what we called the nighttime blunt. It was like, oh, she'll be behind me soon. That was at 1030. Because we don't go to the club <laughs> on Saturday nights. We go to bed. <laughs> How old are we? Anyway, she's twisting her hair at 1030. Uh, uh, Sunday night. She'll be behind me. She'll be to bed real soon. I go to bed. I have a dream. I toss and turn. I wake up, I use my morning bathroom, I look out in the living room, guess who's still doing their hair? I ain't never seen this type of dedication to a goal other than like career pursuits. I ain't seen that type of dedication. And I just wanted to let you know, and I wanted to let the people know, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Usually, I usually like try to edit videos. I try to edit videos in three hour blocks because like editing a video for 90 minutes, especially when it's you talking, it gets annoying. I get over it. Mm. But when I woke up on Monday and I saw the lady house still braiding her hair, I was like, you know what? I could edit videos a little longer. <laughs> so instead of three hours, I did five hours. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Wait, can I? I? In that case, I would like to nominate. <laughs> 
the lady of the house <laughs> for the Paul Rosen Negro of the Week for her dedication to her hairstyle and a beautiful outcome. I'd love to show y'all right now, but I don't think the lady of the house is really going to suck with it. Maybe on Thursday. And my camera set up on, on Instagram right now. Maybe the people on Instagram. See, I show the people on Instagram here. There she go right oh. there. It's, it's, it's back. You can't really tell. Yeah, whip it out, sweetheart. Whip it out. All right, that's all they get, though. That's all they get. That's all they get. Mm-hmm. You seen that? Three days. So everybody, let's give Lady House a round of applause, please. Okay. Ladies. <laughs> I had to see it through. I couldn't go half-headed. I told you shit, man. At that point, I just cut it off. <laughs> I'd have had a little black man. She had a little ponytail right at the front. I'm like, why don't you just get the little George Jefferson? You know what I mean? Just cut that off. Shave it down. You know what I mean? Make a little line. Get you a cul-de-sac going on. <laughs> no? No? All right. All right. I appreciate you for seeing me, sweetheart. I see you. I see you. Uh, we also, we got any comments? Do you see those? Uh, Sydney Jordan said it's the duality for me. It is. The transformation is amazing to me. Good Vibe Tribe says, I have noticed, I don't always say something though, like about women's bodies changing throughout the month. No, you shouldn't say nothing. <laughs> you shouldn't. Noticing is fine. <laughs> Noticing is enough. And then Good Vibe Tribe says, go ahead. I love to see this black love. You better love that woman. Nice. No. <laughs> I do. I like her. <laughs> She's cool. said, I love me some black love first thing in the morning. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I was telling you the other day, um, <laughs> back at our street. What happened? That one time when we were, we were asleep on the couch, like after watching a movie and we wake up to one of your, I don't know who. Old roommate. roommate. Yeah, old roommate <laughs> and it was like four or five strangers in the living room just watching us sleep. And they were like, oh, how cute. Look at this black love. Oh, we love to see it. And we were just like, what the fuck is going on? Bro, don't watch me sleep. Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break. What time are we at right now? How long have we been doing the show? 17. 17 minutes? Okay. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to watch Tone Shea by Michael Robinson featuring his black wife, Tashira. Uh, we'll check it out. We'll be right back with more. Who wake and make we be? Mo. We got three topics after the break, so strap in because it might be a long one. Yeah. <laughs>
straight men who do not like women. I'm back. Yeah. Good morning, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to Wake and Bake with BMO. We are in the second half of the show. We just finished our first segment of the conversation in which we explored one of my favorite things about women, which is the ability to transform. If you're interested in seeing that, make sure you go check out the instant replay on YouTube or on Twitter or on Facebook to catch that first segment. That was just Michael Robinson featuring Tashira Tonche. It is available on all streaming platforms and music watching platforms. But by all music watching platforms, I mean just YouTube. So <clears throat> it's not like it's on HBO Max or something or, or Max. <laughs> Uh, or X, you know, uh, your boy Elon Musk changed the name of Twitter to X, which is stupid. What? Stupid. He's been trying to get that off since PayPal. He tried to change PayPal's name to X, too, and it didn't work, and they kicked him out for it. So ah. we'll see what happens with Twitter. But we're back. Um, <laughs> uh, we just nominated on a surprise. We just nominated the lady of the house for the Paul Ropes and Negro of the Week. We'll see if she votes for herself on Thursday. But we do have another nominee. I have been saying that this season of Wake and Bake with BMO has been dedicated to eradicating our current thought process on race. In season three, I had learned about racelessness, but as I dig deeper into disproving Afro-pessimism and even falling more into racelessness, I'm recognizing how stupid and ridiculous this whole caste system of race is. But it often leaves a question in my mind. It's like, okay, if we get if we get rid of race, what happens to my black pride, right? What happens then? So I have been I have been searching and searching and searching, and who knew that probably the the smartest black man on the planet has a solution to how he perceives race? And I want to take some time to listen to that. So let's watch uh, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is an astrophysicist, talk about his history with race as an astrophysicist. Go ahead, sweetheart. I'm in graduate school. There's an explosion on the sun. And the press, it's over the wires. Press hears about this. So they want to get a comment on it. An explosion on the sun. So they called Columbia, the Department of Astronomy. And they're looking for some, it was lunchtime. They were all out to lunch. I'm a, I'm a, grad, I'm a doctoral candidate. I'm there for my PhD. And so the department... Uh, admin is going through the, the roster and they get to me and say, Neil, no one is here. Can you take this call? So I said, sure. And they said, oh, hello. Uh, who are you? I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, doctoral candidate in astrophysics. They say, you know, there's an explosion on the sun. Should we be worried? I said, oh, it's a solar flare. They happen with some frequency. It's a wave of particles coming towards Earth. And they said, you mean the Earth is fine? I said, the Earth is fine. And they said, can you tell us that on camera? I uh, sure, okay, we'll send up a limo to pick you up in a half hour. And so the whole conversation, there it was. And it was pre-taped. I get home, I put on the TV, and I watch this interview. 
and I had an out-of-body experience. I just witnessed something I've never seen before in my life. And you know what that was? It was the news interviewing a black person, me, who was not an entertainer or athlete, okay? Interviewing a black person for expertise that had nothing to do with being black. The interview didn't say at the end, well, how do black people feel about solar flares? Oh, does this affect, affect dark skin differently? None of that. It was, will Earth be safe? And he's getting that expertise from a, a black person. I had never seen that. And then I thought, well, is it just because I'm on TV and I'm a little more aware? So I watched for the next two years, every time there was a black person brought onto the news for expertise. It was someone who's a... A member of Congress representing a community and they want enterprise zones for the economics. There is someone who is worried about the poverty in the inner city. Never had an audience seen a black person as an expert. Oh, they would have attorneys, but it's talking about a court case about a black person. Would there ever be a black attorney to talk about a court case about a white person? No. And I said to myself, that's is the answer. That's how I, we turn an entire world of people who think black people are just dumb and stupid, lazy, shiftless, and all they can do is shine my shoes and entertain me and sing and be the athlete on the field. If there was an ever a force to change that, it's not people telling them they should think differently. It's me being visible in a way where they have no other choice but to say oh my gosh this person knows more about this subject than i do and he has dark skin all right so that was dr neil degrasse tyson talking about his blackness i did get this segment from dr karen hunter's show when they were talking about uh, trying to forgive Zoe Saldana for a depiction of uh, Nina Simone. And then they brought up Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, kind of like as a contrast to how we haven't canceled, per se, canceled Dr. Tyson, but we have canceled Zoe Saldana. Uh, and the interesting thing that I found about this clip, and this is the reason why I wanted to nominate him for the Paul Robes and Negro of the Week, is because <clears throat> I had never thought about that perspective when it comes to approaching something raceless. Um, and often, how transparent can I be on the show? I can be transparent, right? Yeah. So in September and August, I will be applying to be a vendor for Google. I used to do some research for YouTube when I was sleeping with Superman at the time. Um, but now I have a chance to do that independently. And the question that is just 
ringing in my head as I watched these DEI officers and DEI positions fade to dust, including my own, which I had a, a revelation of that when I was in the shower the other day, that the position that I had when I was sleeping with Superman mm -hmm. was a DEI position. So it does make sense that it no longer exists. Uh, and looking around the landscape and marketing, the other DEI positions are starting to fade. So the same, pr the promises that these companies made during the summer of reckoning in 2020 after the George Floyd mm -hmm. murder, uh, they gave black folks all these positions in C-suites. And these C-suite positions were new positions in DEI. So you could be the, you could be the, the president or the CEO or the, the, uh, um, the corporate officer for diversity. Then as soon as the company starts losing the money, the first people to get laid off were the DEI people. Mm -hmm. um, so as I'm looking around and I'm seeing how this DEI space is disappearing, the work that I did for Google before was DEI work. But I don't think, and forgive me if I'm just, if I'm unclaiming my blackness for a moment, I don't think the totality of my knowledge is encapsulated in all black topics. Right. And I don't mean that to say that like being black is not enough, right? Because I believe that I could talk about blackness every day for the rest of my life on a different topic, exploring a different blueprint and never repeat a subject. Mm -hmm. I'm very sure that has happened because it's been happening since Frederick Douglass, right? Um, but when I am thinking about how do I position that blackness for the commercial benefit of another institution, I don't know if being black and competent is enough anymore. I think you have to be able to apply that blackness into a way that a corporation would want that blackness if you're interested in engaging in that type of capitalistic pursuit. So as I'm thinking about engaging Google again to be a black thought leader, the Neil deGrasse Tyson point pops into my mind. Am I only capable of talking about black subjects as a black expert for black people toward black people? This is not a qualification of that's right or wrong. It's a question of capability. Can I do something else? Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson's theory is that by being an astrophysicist with dark skin who told the world that the planet was not going to blow up because the sun had a solar flare, that was, his, that was the first time we've seen a black person talk about expertise outside of blackness. Mm -hmm. Could I do the same thing? Do I want to do the same thing? Yes, and then no. As much as I appreciate Neil deGrasse Tyson's approach to racelessness, which is I'd rather be, his approach is I'd rather be an expert in the field who is of African descent that makes you internally question your spectrum of what people in African consent can do rather than boasterly and boldly saying, I'm black, respect me. Mm -hmm. I think these are just two different approaches, all leading to the same goal. What Neil deGrasse Tyson is doing without explicitly saying it is, I am getting, re getting rid of this racial caste system. This thing in your mind that says black people can only do the work of this. But if Neil deGrasse Tyson is considered the smartest man on the planet, mm -hmm. 
what does that say the next time you think black people are stupid? And I respect that. I actually appreciate that. It ain't me, though. <laughs> yeah, popcorn. It ain't me, though. <laughs> I am explicit, both in language and in delivery and in context. You will respect us. Um, but I just wanted to sh- I wanted to shed some light on this moment because there have been a lot of individuals, Idris Elba, Raven Simone, individuals who get to a certain level of success and they say, I don't want to be the black version of this. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I don't think they're talking about their heritage and their ancestral connection to the people that look like them. I think they're talking about when they say, I don't want to be the black Bond. I don't want to be the black Disney star. I don't want to be the black astrophysicist. I think that black they're using is the category of racial cast. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be this lower casted person who's doing this job. Or as I like to say, I don't want to be the elephant riding the riding the tricycle. Like when white people rap, I'm like, I'm so impressed that you can rap that I don't even think about what you're rapping about. Wow, you got rhythm. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be, oh, you a scientist, you black. Oh man, you must have really navigated some systemic oppression so you could be a scientist. No, bitch, I'm a scientist. I get it. That's a form of tokenism. It's a form of tokenism. And black people are only white people are the only people that don't have to identify themselves. Right. You could be an Asian doctor. You could be a Middle Eastern fireman. You could be a, a, what'd you say, a Puerto Rican, you said a Puerto Rican fireman earlier? Yeah. <laughs> you could be a Puerto Rican fireman. You could be a black scientist. But you never a white nothing. Right. Right. What are your thoughts, sweetheart, before we get to the comments? If we got any comments? Yeah, I agree. Um, I do think it's important to acknowledge your blackness, but I don't know if that has to necessarily be your identifier, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this season is dedicated to questioning the purpose of the racial caste system. And we've been focusing so much on whiteness, like white people got to get rid of, got to get rid of racial caste as well. But the other thing is also within blackness. It's like, yeah, I'm about to put this clip. That's the clip I'm gonna post today. Yeah. I understand how black people want to cling to the heritage and ancestral history of blackness. Mm -hmm. But this whole thing was made up to categorize us as one people. We are not just a single people. Right. We are not just a single culture or a single philosophy or a single religion or even a single skin tone. Mm-hmm. There's variance here. So even the approach of how you handle your blackness, who am I? Right. Season one throwback clip. Who am I to tell you how to exhibit your blackness? That ain't my role here. So I appreciate that. He is a nominee. We'll talk about him more on Thursday, sweetheart. We got two nominees so far. We got a lady of the house and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Who winning? Who's in the lead so far, sweetheart? Well, uh, Drew said I say lady of the house beat Negro of the week over Tyson. You said what? Drew said I say lady of the house beat Negro of the week over Tyson. <laughs> I'm not going to vote for myself, though. So You're not going to vote. You're the only one vote. You're the vote who matters. <laughs> We got another nominee on Thursday. We do have another nominee on Thursday. I'm very interested in that. Speaking of Thursday, while I got you here, on Thursday, we are going to do our full review of They Called Ty, They Clunk Called, They Clone Tyrone. So if you haven't seen They Clone Tyrone, I'm talking to Drew right now. If you haven't seen uh, They Clone Tyrone, definitely go watch that between now and Thursday because we're going to do a full review. So it's going to be two segments on Thursday. We're going to do our Paul Ropes and Negro of the Week nominee and voting. And then we're also going to do our full review of They Clone Tyrone, which I might do it the Eric Voss way. I might put up some clips, you know what I mean? I might, I might, I might really try. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got any other comments? Yeah. Um... Drew said Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't like claiming blackness as he sees it as a limitation. 
He views blackness as a subtraction, not a definition. Karen Hunter discussed this on her show. Yeah. This is the one time he's publicly talked positively about his blackness. Well, he's talked about his mother times. Oh, I skipped a comment. He's he's told this story several times. And that's, if you watch the old story, you'll see how in this story he actually shading his homeboy. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he said in another interview, he said he doesn't like being called a quote unquote black scientist. He just wants to be a scientist. No, I get it. He, I get that. He doesn't want people to come to him on black issues. <laughs> now, Dylan Cross Tyson is also not Martin Luther King either, <laughs> right? Like, don't like I don't I don't know what we're supposed to do about police brutality, bro. I look at the stars. <laughs> uh, Laverne Moody from Facebook says, "Hey, nephew, what's up, Auntie?" Ah, <laughs> uh, our um, I think my grand aunt Coley died. My father called me. She was the, she just turned 100 years old, what, like a couple months ago. She was the last person in the generation of my grandfather. Oh, wow. Uh, right, right? So that means, auntie, y'all now the old people. You know that, all right? <laughs> <laughs> now we waiting for you to turn 100. That's what we waiting on, right? <laughs> uh, but I was talking to my father about it, and I asked my father, I was like, okay, since you in the, since you in the new elder chair now, what you want? And he was like, I don't want to do nothing. I was like, all right. <laughs> I don't want to do nothing. I'm retired. Okay, Pop, you got it. You got it. You got it. But what up, Auntie? Good morning. What's up? Um, we have some other comments in between those, but she said, yes, 100 in April, and then old, a bunch of question marks. <laughs> And I say, look, man, look, I didn't say it. I did say it. I'm saying, <laughs> did I did say it. I did say it. But I'm just saying, as time goes, I see, look, man, let's put it this way. I'm talking to my aunt right now. I seen your kids. Your kids are grown, like, are older adults. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Jesus. Your kid, my second cousins, my cousin's kids, second cousins. Yeah, or right. First cousins once removed. Is that how that works? Yeah, because it'd be like your your dad's. These are his dad's siblings' kids. Yes. Yeah, so your first cousins once removed. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and they getting old. She said yes, and. That's all. I don't want to talk about it no more. Okay. <laughs> That's all. What other comments we got? Drew said, "I seen they clone Tyrone four stars." Four. Is it four out of four? I think so. <laughs> Jordan said, black people are my favorite, but I'm not sure how to deal with racelessness. I feel like race is not the most important thing in life, but it's also inescapable. And then Laverne said, yeah, first cousins. I feel like race. Yeah, the racelessness thing is the thing we have to, that we're tackling with. And I want to make sure that when we talk about race in this context, we're talking about a structure of colonization. A colonial structure, not a social structure. Yeah, you know I mean, like a handshake. We're talking about a structure that is meant to colonize people, a structure that's meant to put people in different caste systems, meaning there is somebody who is above taking away from somebody who is below. Mm-hmm. So when I say racelessness, I'm not saying, see, he goes way up. When I, when I say racelessness, I'm not saying you cease to be black. You cease to be connected to your ancestors of African descent. When I say racelessness, I'm saying the thing that makes you of the lower class, the thing that makes people be like, oh, black. That's 
the thing we got to get rid of. Mm-hmm. The pejorative, the assumption that black people aren't talented, which I'm so excited to talk about. They cloned on Tyrone because a pimp, hoe, and a drug man <laughs> saved the world. Like, yeah, you know I mean, this is. So when I talk about the talented 90th, I talked about that just on, on the show before, which is the opposite of the talented 10th. The talented 90th is my theory that assumes all black people or 90% of black people already have the skills needed to liberate themselves. We have just been socialized to believe that those skills are not important or not effective because they are not tied to commerce or education, which is education is just a system of commerce, right? But when we divorce ourselves from that thought that our skill sets are not uh, uh, important or indicative, it is very clear to see how the sex worker how the video game editor, how the black modder on Sims, how the black illustrator, all these individuals who do these things for fun or do these things to relieve themselves from themselves are already skilled. When we divorce ourselves from the thought that those skills have to be applied to the white man's world, you'll be surprised how advanced blackness is already. This is why when I asked the question on Thursday, do white people have a Martin Luther King? Do they have a Frederick Douglass? Do they have a Harriet Tubman? Do they have a Kunta Kente? When we get rid of the caste system, when we get rid of the what race takes priority or the other, white people are going to be looking real confused. Mm-hmm. Southern white people are going to be all right, though. Because right. Southern white people got a culture. General white people are going to be very confused. Mm-hmm. General. <laughs> <laughs> Gen pop white, they're going to be very confused. What are the comments we got? Drew says, four out of five, LOL. I had a few nitpicks about it. Yeah, we'll talk about that on Thursday. <laughs> it also looks like they're about to get started, sweetheart. I know, right? What time is it? Oh, Lord. It's 8.50 and we've been on for 41 minutes. Oh, God. Just to keep y'all, uh, <laughs> to let y'all know what's going on. There is construction. They stopping here? No, no. still going. Okay. There is construction happening outside of an apartment. They are fixing the balconies, yeah, I guess. Right. Uh, and so it's finna get loud, mm-hmm. but we trying to wrap up the show before they get started started. <laughs> and we think they get started started at nine something. So we may be able to, to, to get the rest of the show off. Yeah. We got more comments, so I should get on to the next topic. Uh, we got one more comment. What we got? says, the pejorative of blackness isn't black people's problem, it's white people's. I'm not giving up the good because they only see the bad. Hmm. I think I disagree with you there. Mm-hmm. I put it like this. Um, I call it I call it the roommate metaphor. If I have a roommate who don't like to clean the kitchen, uh, but I like to cook, whether I dirty the kitchen or not, I'm gonna have to deal with this dirty kitchen. Whether that means whether that means I got to go directly to my roommate or clean the kitchen myself, I got to deal with this dirty kitchen. Because unless I'm finna leave my house to go to another kitchen, I gotta deal with the dirty kitchen. So that's why I felt about the the pejorative of the pejorative place placed on black people. Yeah, it's not our fault, but it's damn sure our problem. What's my next topic, sweetheart? You got what do you what are your thoughts on so Dr. Uh, 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 Neil deGrasse Tyson? not wanting to be a black scientist, but just being a scientist. Do you understand? Or is this uh, this concept, is he wrong? Is he off? I wouldn't say he's wrong necessarily. There is, I feel like it's important for him to be not known as a black scientist, but it's important for him to acknowledge 
that aspect of himself. <sighs> because, yeah, it does show white people and, you know, others and racist people that. <laughs> but you know what, though? I just got to add it to it a little bit, though. I just got to add it, add, it, add it to it a little bit. Because if we're supposed to be decentering whiteness as part of this racelessness. True. Like, what about the black kids? Like, what about the black kids who want to be scientists? Well, that too. It also shows them that it's possible. But like, yeah, possible, but you're not crafting no lanes, though. Like, if you are, if you are denouncing your blackness, essentially, if you're saying that my blackness is not the thing that makes me good at this job, then it's like, but what about the next black kid who wants to be a scientist? Right? Like, what if he wants to follow your path because your path was assured? Like, what if he wants to go to the school you went to? What if he wants to read the things you read? What if he wants to hear about, what if he wants to hear about the universe from a black perspective? Shout out to our Paul Ropes and Negro of the Week last week, but uh, uh, Maurice's art piece on the NAACP begs us to ask if black people didn't have to deal with oppression, how would we have traversed space? I'd love to ask that question to Dr. Tyson, but if his answer is, I'm not a black scientist, then God damn. <laughs> you don't even want to play with me, bro? All right. Um, I know we got one more, right? Did we move something to tomorrow? Yeah, we moved the, I think we moved the AI to tomorrow. We'll move AI to tomorrow? Yeah. What, what's, what's left? Florida. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> can we do Florida today? Can we can we do Florida on on Thursday? What we got on Thursday? AI, my mom. What did I say earlier? Damn. I mean, we could. We could do AI today. Let's do AI today. All right. Uh, uh, mm. I feel like Florida kind of goes better with Neil deGrasse Tyson though. All right, yeah. Well, they both kind of work. They both kind of work. They both kind of work. We um uh Drew got some comments. Let's read his comments and I think about it. Okay. Um. Well, your aunt says you couldn't live in the deep south. Um, Who? <laughs> she said I couldn't live in the deep south. Yeah. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> Drew said get rid of the roommate, and, and he also said my my sister is a leader in the local STEM community and is trying to get black kids especially the girls interested in science and says how important black representation is we can't get the kids interested if it comes at the sacrifice of their identity right i think that's what i was that's yeah. what i was thinking okay that okay sense. yeah that makes sense okay let's do uh let's do ai on because we'll, we'll end it light because we're about to end up here in a second because they're about to start doing construction um on thursday we were having a conversation we were discussing AI, the benefits and the fears going forward in society, especially coming from a black perspective. I believe we made the dichotomy between uh, what Curry is doing to expand black AI and also recognizing the need for black algorithmic system. And then the other night when I was falling asleep and just watching shit while smoking blunts on the couch, I was watching the seven different levels of, of AI systems. <sighs> Uh, and how they've already been around since like the 70s and how the thing that we fear AI being this this 
uh, Terminator in the future, this thing that's going to destroy the world is still science fiction. Like we don't even have the pathways towards the pathways to get to that type of AI yet. But we do have what I what I simplify as database learning systems. Right. You can get a machine to create a solution based on things within a certain database right now. And you would be surprised right now. The Internet, I think, is 93 percent white, 93 percent white images. Mm -hmm. So, of course, AI is going to produce 93 percent white (laughs) artificial intelligent results, especially when you try to get it to do reasoning and writing and art production. Right. Then you have people like Curry, who's trying to expand that by either creating his own algorithm learning system or introduce blackness to their algorithmic learning system so that we could be seen in the AI system. But the futuristic AI system, uh, when I play with that in my in my dead Afro future of what that looks like. I have a question, sweetheart. Why haven't we thought about making AI system slaves? <laughs> why haven't seriously why haven't we considered slavery for AI systems okay I gave you an answer before but now I have a few I have a few other questions okay let's watch the video and then we'll get back to that white boy alert yeah no um dude okay what up council? I'm here to discuss artificial intelligence. AI is going to take all of our jobs and render us useless. And I for one am stoked. I hate jobs. I had a job once and everyone there talked in weird voices. AI is gonna 86 all of that, but, but we'll still need money. That is why I'm asking the government to step up and make sure we're breaded. We are proposing a small payment plan or small PP of 10 G a month for every citizen so we can party and look hot and enjoy our free time. Now, we can't afford to just sit back and have AI bust through and not have a plan. We gotta make sure people have food and houses so we can party and rage in peace. So instruct AI to pay all of us, and then you dudes can retire gracefully before you get replaced, and we'll see you at the beach. The bonfires will be epic. Everybody will be hot. Martin Luther King, thank you. Hey, you better put the doctor and junior in that motherfucker. I tell you that. Right. I'm back on. Yeah. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, just calling him Martin. Right, come on, man. But also <laughs> hilarious. Right. Why do you so do it like that? I don't know. Martin Luther King. <laughs> so sweetheart, uh, since we run out of time, they started. The, they started the the construction. I gotta. I gotta ask you for the burning question. <clears throat> for Roach. Okay. Um. These are questions to your original question. Of, okay. Why aren't we considering slavery for AI? Okay. Seriously. Computers don't got no souls. Computers don't got ancestors. Computers don't have a home. Computers didn't have farmland they got snatched out of. You know what I mean? 
How is it that a computer's life, <laughs> how is it that something that we create, that we could create without feelings, by the way, how is it that we're more considerate of that than they were considerate of the people in 1619? How did that happen? Go ahead, sweetheart. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, my, my questions were, when you say we, who is we? <laughs> and also... <laughs> Great question. <laughs> we. <laughs> um, and yeah, what what would the benefit be? Like, why would we need to enslave AI? So we can just have money. Yo, the dude solution to AI taking over the world is actually brilliant. Nobody wants to work. Rich people don't want to work. The middle class don't want to work. Impoverished people don't want to work. Mm -hmm. It is a consistent thing amongst all people. If there is a way that we could get labor done and still make money, why not? But this this kind of ties into the whole idea of like, we don't need money then. No, we don't. <laughs> just like Just like white people don't need white, but they don't know that yet. Maybe maybe when they send a check out for the first $10,000 and realize they don't need to spend $10,000, they're like, wait, why are we still doing this? Right. Yeah, those, those, those are my questions. That's all. Who is we is a great question, though. <laughs> we. <laughs> we. Who is we? We got some comments. Yeah, why aren't white people considering AI to be slaves? I'm actually offended. I didn't think I was offended to just now, but I actually am offended. I, I hear it. Why is an inanimate object getting more consideration for people who started civil, uh, civilization? For the birthplace of human? Why are we giving Microsoft Word more respect than Kota Kente? I'm... You can read the comments, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> you can read the comments. Uh, Drew said, I would argue that AI is digital blackface trying to imitate blackness through a low-quality lens taken from black creators and actors just like minstrel shows did. Mm, I can think about that. I can see that, though. I can see that. And Drew said, people may hate their jobs, but it's human nature to want to work. AI takes the work people want to do and not just the jobs we have to do. We'll have an ex existential as well as financial crisis. Man, work in tandem, bro. They wasn't making art during slavery? I was gonna say, I think people just want to create, not necessarily work, right? I don't know if niggas want work, man. I don't There's know. Different if, forms of creation. I don't know if it's in my human nature to be working. Yeah. Working? Right. Now, we're not talking about like tilling land we're not talking about providing yeah. food for yourself we're not talking about like farming yeah. we're talking about like working we mean you working at like corporate middle america doing something that you barely understand for people who are making far more money than you yeah. people don't want to do <laughs> you think people you think it's in human nature for people want to be executive assistants <laughs> like in human nature to go work for, not executive assistant in your house, <laughs> but to do it for somebody else. And then Drew said, capitalism has made us believe work is just about paying bills. It's also about fulfilling a sense of purpose. Yeah, I guess. See, if we, had, if we had the time to place that sense of purpose in something else, we wouldn't want to work. 
the divine is looking down on us as like, what are you talking about jobs? What is a job? I don't understand <laughs> I a, job. a job. I didn't <laughs> give you a job. <laughs> what is it? You just made this up. What is right. a job? <laughs> Who convinced you that you were worth something called $60,000? I don't understand this. You can, you can put little things into the ground and they grow abundantly. Right. But you worried about a job. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And to make it worse, y'all took tangible assets and made it digital. Yeah. You took things that you could hold and made them <laughs> things that you couldn't hold. Right. So that you could work a job to afford the things that you... <laughs> Sweetheart, let me off this stream, man. Make sure y'all go check us out. Check us out on all social media platforms at Wake Up Bake with BMO on Instagram. If, you, if you're there right now, which you're not. I don't even know why I'm talking to y'all. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? If you're on YouTube right now, drop a like, drop a comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, listen to the instant replay on YouTube or on Twitter or on Facebook. Auntie, good morning. Thank you for watching. We'll be back on Thursday with our Paul Robeson. Hey, actually, if you're still listening, you have some Paul Robeson Negro of the Week nominees, send them over. I'd love to hear your nominations for the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. All right? We'll see y'all on Thursday for more Tuesday and Thursday, 8 a.m.-ish. Spark you a bold blunt. Let's get high in this bitch. Uh, where you make we be more? Yeah. What happened? What do you do? He said, I'll be back for comments next time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're going to leave you with Black Boy Joy. Peace. Fresh hit.
nigga in the town. And I'm black boy joy dancing, cleaning the house. And I'm black boy joy when, when I, I go, go for a hike. Been black boy joy since I was riding a bike. My son black boy joy and that's crazy to me. I was miserable growing up, I really hated it, G. But the world is much bigger than I was able to see. So get this black boy joy up on your brain. This black boy joy get you some game. Black boy joy get up again. Black boy joy through all the pain. Black boy joy say it again. One more time, get this black boy joy up on your brain. This black boy joy get you some game. Black boy joy get up again. Black boy joy through all the pain. Black boy joy say it again. Smile.